Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Luna the Podcast. My name is Carolina Salazar, also known as the Carolina Lifestyle on TikTok and Instagram. My goal with this podcast is to demystify modern spirituality, talk about all things holistic health and wellness, and to also empower you to show up as your best and highest self. Thank you so much for being here. I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. I hope you guys are having a really beautiful day. Happy Monday. If you're listening to this on the day that it goes out, hope you guys had a really lovely weekend and hope everyone's feeling good after last week's full moon in Capricorn. I'm recording this while it's still the full moon week, so I definitely still feel the effects. So I'm just going to quickly tell you guys about what this full moon was about because I made a reel on Instagram about it and I wanted to touch on it on this intro. So the full moon happened in Capricorn and it was conjunct Pluto. And so the moon, it represents our subconscious mind, our emotions, and it also represents the side of us that's almost intuitive and that just does things without us trying a lot of the times. And it's also connected to our physical body. And so when the full moon happens, a lot of the times we might feel physical effects. We might feel more tired, more drained. We might have some pains at times. So if you felt that way during the full moon week, you were definitely not alone. And the moon being in Capricorn ties a lot to themes that are related to Capricorn. And Capricorn is all about ambition. It's about long-term visions and being very persistent and persevering to get there, to get to that higher vision. Because Capricorn is represented by a mountain goat. And so mountain goats, they climb mountains. And if you've ever been on a hike before, you will know that hikes are not easy. Hikes are long and they're beautiful because you're in nature and you're observing and you're appreciating the process. And then you get to the top of the mountain and you're like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. I am so proud of myself. And then you have to go all the way back down and you're going to start implementing the lessons that you learned on the way up as you go down the mountain. And so the same thing applies to anything that's related to Capricorn and wherever Capricorn is in your own chart, even if you have no planets, it still rules one of the houses in your chart. And so that house is where you will experience this dynamic. And that's the house that will have probably been highlighted during the full moon week and so the other thing about this full moon was that it's conjunct pluto and so pluto is all about rebirth it's all about transformation it's like burning things down to the ashes and rebuilding and transforming and just really noticing how you've changed and how you've evolved so this moon to me at least feels like a marking moment it feels kind of like there's no coming back from this now moment and If you are curious about maybe what this means for you personally, I recommend that you check out that reel on my Instagram in the description, in the caption. I outlined 
per rising sign and sun sign what the themes might be so i recommend checking it out for me i'll just give a quick little rundown of what it's brought up for me i am an aries rising and so because i'm an aries rising capricorn is in my 10th house and it's my midheaven and what that means is that and the 10th house is all about career it's naturally ruled by capricorn because i have an aries rising all of my houses have their natural rulers and signs because they happen in the order that they normally would and so for me this was a very big full moon in terms of my career in terms of what i'm building in terms of what i do with my time and the legacy that i'm leaving and the things that i'm putting my energy towards when it comes to what i share with the world and the impact that i want to leave and the thing about full moons is that they represent a culmination the full moon and the new moon they happen six months apart if you remember this from the astro series episode all about the moon i mentioned this on there but new moons and full moons in the same sign happen six months apart so the new moon in capricorn happened in january of this year in capricorn season and then now we're having the full moon in capricorn six months later during cancer season because cancer and capricorn are opposite signs so think about six months from today Think about from January 2022 to July 2022, what has changed? What thoughts were you starting to have in your life in January and how have they evolved and transformed and led to this moment now? And how does this moment represent that pivotal culmination of all the effort that you've put in? So for example, for me, back in January, I was taking a break from social media and I was having a lot of thoughts about my career and what I wanted to do and just I didn't feel very fulfilled in my job at that time and so since then I ended up leaving that full-time job that I was in going to work at a startup deciding to then freelance for that startup and now I have a lot more flexibility and freedom with what I do with my time and that's something that I've been wanting for so long and the reason for that is because I want to be able to put more effort and more time into my own business into the Carolina lifestyle into courses into guides into coaching into this podcast into just being a creative person that I've always been and along the way I've really gotten clearer on some of the themes and some of the passions that I have when it comes to what I share For example, talking about feminine energy and empowering women to connect to their feminine energy and empowering us to love our bodies and accept our bodies and make choices that are healthy because we respect our bodies and because we love our bodies and really learning to connect to the beauty of the female body. This has been a year where I really learned the magic of living in alignment with my energy as a woman and with the fact that I have ebbs and flows and that all women do and that we can optimize our life to be more empowered and to feel better because for so long I've pushed and pushed myself to just do, do, do and then I've felt so burnt out and so with realizing that there are parts of my cycle that I have less energy than others I've just been able to have more compassion with myself, to find a routine and a way of living that makes me feel physically better, mentally better, more kind and compassionate with myself. And it's also brought back a lot more confidence, self-empowerment. It's brought a lot of fluidity into my life. 
and spice into my love life and self-awareness overall. And so that really intrinsically ties into the topic of today's episode, which is going to be six changes that I made to have a more regular cycle. So if you're someone who wants to just have a more regular cycle or feel more knowledgeable and aware of your own cycle, hopefully this episode gives you some tangible tips. And with that said, let's dive right in. All right, everyone, let's dive in. Let's get started. So the first thing that I did, the first switch that I made to have a more regular cycle was learning about the cycle phases. Our cycle is made up of four parts, the menstrual phase, the follicular phase, the ovulatory phase, and the luteal phase. And each of these parts of our cycle have a very unique energy. They have a very unique needs and they require an awareness of them for you to be able to optimize how you live your life, what you do in your day-to-day to fit that energy. So I've spent a lot of time doing research and learning about each of these phases to then optimize what I do throughout my cycle and feel better in each part. And so I'm going to I'm just going to say it because I'm so very excited and I don't want to wait till the end of the episode, but in the last couple of months, I've been working on a Cycle Syncing 101 course. Ah, I'm so excited. And I've put my heart and soul into this course because I spent so much time trying to understand like what the heck are the cycle phases and how do I align my life with them? And so I just wanted to make like a centralized course and a centralized knowledge base for you to be able to refer to with a program to learn about all of the things that we have not been taught about our female body. And that's not only the cycle phases, that's also what the heck are hormones? What are the hormones that affect us as women? How do they oscillate in our cycle? How does stress impact our cycle? How do we cycle sync your workouts? How do you eat in a way that optimizes your cycle? All of that. All of those things have been things that I included in this course and more. I also added my cookbook for free in the course. I added a cycle syncing tracker. I added in a list of workouts, literally 35 plus workouts for you to refer to. I added in affirmations for each cycle phase. I added in a stress management checklist. I literally added in so many bonuses. And after you take this program, you will not only feel more empowered and your knowledge of your own body, you'll be able to feel your best across each phase of the cycle. You'll be so much more aware of your own cycle, of how it operates, of how you operate as a woman. And my hope was to just make it really easy, really accessible for you guys so that you don't have to spend the countless hours that I spent trying to figure this out. I literally spent a whole year a whole year after going off of birth control, lost and confused. And so if this is you, this is your sign to sign up for the waitlist. The waitlist will be linked in the description of the episode. You can just put your email there and you'll be the first to know as soon as the course goes live. And you will also get a special discount, which you'll receive via email so that you can get the course at a discounted price by signing up for the waitlist. So hopefully you're as excited as I am. I literally can't wait to put this out in the world for you guys and for you guys to just get all the knowledge that you're probably seeking and 
feel empowered as a woman because we all deserve to have this body awareness. And with that said, let's dive into the second switch that I made to have a more regular cycle. The second thing that I did was I started drinking coffee only in my follicular and my ovulatory phase. And also never drinking coffee on an empty stomach. When we drink coffee on an empty stomach, it spikes our cortisol. It instantly spikes our cortisol, which is our stress hormone, which puts our body on fight or flight. And for us to be able to have a cycle, a period, or a regular cycle even, our bodies have to feel safe enough for a period. And if you're constantly in fight or flight, you're not going to be able to achieve that. And so I completely stopped and never drink coffee on an empty stomach. So if you do that and you're trying to get a more regular period or get your period back, I highly encourage that you stop doing that. And then I also encourage you to switch to matcha or green tea or no caffeine in the latter half of your cycle. So in the last seven to 10 days of your cycle, which is your luteal phase, and also in your menstrual phase when you have your period, I usually don't drink caffeine in those days or I stick with my little green tea or my matcha, which just honestly makes me feel so much better because I'm naturally more vulnerable and more tired in those days. And even though, you know, you probably do feel more tired in that part of your cycle, that doesn't mean it's like, okay, let me go chug, you know, a liter of coffee or like drink five coffees a day to stay awake. It's like, no, honor your body, let yourself get the extra sleep, get the extra rest. And then I usually stick with coffee because I do love coffee and I'm in Brazil right now and everyone drinks coffee here in the main in the follicular and the ovulatory phases of my cycle so that i feel better i also feel less of the you know negative effects of coffee by doing that and so that's a little hack for you okay number three the third thing that i did which helped me have a more regular cycle and i honestly stand by this so much if you're someone who's had an irregular cycle or you know someone who's just struggled with having a regular period or just getting your period is acupuncture i had never done acupuncture before and i started doing it a few months ago and there was one month where i did it every single week once a week and honestly i think that that was a game changer i think that doing that was what helped me have a more regular cycle so if you're looking to in particular just have a more regular period like if you have any regular cycle or just every cycle has a different length Doing this really helped me. I know that acupuncture has also helped people have less period cramps or have less, you know, bloating or just helps them feel more safe in their own body. It's such a beautiful thing. I freaking love it. And so I really recommend it. It's something very underrated, but super powerful. It also really helps your body detoxify any toxins that haven't been detoxified by your body and so it's just 10 out of 10 i completely recommend it number four is eating balanced meals so if you are someone who tends to feel hungry after you eat or someone who tends to feel hangry in particular you are probably not eating balanced meals and again by balancing your meals what happens is you're balancing your blood sugar, you're stabilizing your blood sugar. And by doing that, you can then also feel more satiated, you can go about your days of more energy, and you can also then, you know, make your body feel safer, which at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. And so eating balanced meals has been a game changer for me. What this means is essentially making sure that you have fiber 
a quality protein and a healthy fat along with a complex carbohydrate or starch in your plate. And in the course, I actually dive further into this. I explain what foods fit into each of those groups, how you can balance your plate even more. And I also give you a ton of ideas of meals that you can have. And again, I give you access to my 100 page cookbook, which is an e-cookbook and it has all of my recipes on there. So that's a little, you know, little hint into what will be featured into the course. And then number five is slowing down in my luteal phase. So the luteal phase is the fourth part of our cycle. It's the last phase of our cycle, as I've mentioned. And the luteal phase is our most vulnerable phase. It's also the hardest phase, in my opinion. And a lot of the times in the past, what used to happen was I would crowd out my schedule with social plans that I made earlier on in my cycle because I was, you know, being my little social butterfly self. And I crowded my luteal phase with social plans, things to do, projects to deliver, just workouts that were really high intensity. And I was just putting my body under so much stress in my luteal phase. And that did not make my body feel very safe. And I really think that that contributed to my cycle being irregular in the past. And so something that I've really started to do that I think has been super helpful has been slowing down leading up to my period. And that means switching to lower impact movement or just walks. Also reducing my stimulation during this time and allowing myself to be a little bit less social if possible, during the luteal phase. That's a hack for you if you're someone who tends to be very social. If you're naturally very extroverted, this is something that will probably help you feel better also going into your period and hopefully will also reduce some of the negative symptoms that you might experience. And then last but not least, number six, which intrinsically ties to point number five, is cycle syncing my workouts. I used to be someone who would do solid core two to three times a week, or I would go on runs four days a week, or I was just putting my body under so much freaking stress, physical stress. And a lot of the times, because I had scheduled really early morning workouts and I wasn't prioritizing sleep and going to bed at an earlier time to match that early workout, I was also further putting my body under physical stress by not getting enough sleep and forcing myself to work out. And so cycle syncing my workouts has been really great alongside also prioritizing you know a proper bedtime in order to wake up earlier and the way you can cycle sync your workouts if you are a hit person or you know someone who enjoys movement in a more intense format like running like hit like weightlifting all of that i really recommend that you maximize that and do that you know do what you love in your follicular and your ovulatory phase those are the more yang phases of your cycle there are the times of your cycle where you have more energy you have more access to masculine energy as well you know the do 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 the go 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 type of energy so use that to your advantage like hit the gym go for those runs like i've been doing that and it's been feeling amazing like i'm in my follicular phase right now and i went on a run yesterday and this morning and I literally felt so good like I was able to move through the run and run 5k without any problem but if I tried to run 5k in my luteal phase like my body would not like that like I would feel extremely drained I would be pushing myself the whole time and it would feel awful so what I do now is after I ovulate and you know as my ovulation is coming to a close I start slowing down I start switching to walks if I want to do you know cardio or I 
stick to my Pilates or yoga or something more slow paced on a mat at home, not so social again, like not going to a gym and being around a ton of people, but rather going inward a little bit more and also doing yoga during my menstrual phase has just been so wonderful. And so I really recommend that you try that out. And I can tell you for sure that you will not only feel better and feel more aligned with that workout choice because you naturally have the energy to match that type of workout. But at the end of the day, you will also be able to contribute to having a more regular cycle and, you know, having a cycle that feels better for you. And so those are the six tips. I'm just going to say them again one more time. First thing, obviously learning about the cycle phases. That's the first and most important thing. Then sticking to coffee only in the follicular and ovulatory phase, similarly to, you know, what you would do when it comes to your workouts, sticking to more high intensity things in those two phases. And then in your luteal phase or your menstrual phase, sticking with matcha or green tea or no caffeine and also sticking with lower impact workouts. And then also balancing your meals, trying out acupuncture if you're someone who has irregular cycles or feels a lot of menstrual pain. And then also overall just prioritizing less stimulation and slowing down right before your period in the last 7 to 10 days in your luteal phase. So with that said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope it was helpful and gave you some more tangible tips on how to have a more regular and better feeling cycle. And if you are as excited as I am about the Cycle Syncing 101 course and you're just looking to finally have all your questions answered, have a quick program that you can follow to learn all these things in a little bit more depth and just be able to feel your best as a woman and finally align your life with your cycle and feel more connected to your feminine power and your feminine energy, I recommend that you sign up for the waitlist, get your name down so you can get that discounted price. And with that said, I love you guys so much. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you on the next episode. Bye everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.